And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Tuesday. Casey just cleared with Coach Brian Colley. Hope everybody's enjoying their days today. We've got a fun show coming your way. We've got a couple of calling guests that will be joining us throughout the course of the show. In the next segment, we're making a trip out to Thibodeau High School, and we'll have Shane Trosclair on the line. His Thibodeau Tigers have um, they've likely got a postseason bid locked up, right? They've likely got that situated. But the big thing now is they're, they're playing for seeding. They are going to try to get into that top 16 and they've got a lot of baseball left to be played, including a big game with Central Lafouche today that is going to have a big hand in the Tigers potentially uh, getting an opening round series at their home park in Thibodeau. Um, then we'll take a segment off from the calling guest at noon, and, and Coach and I would just talk about some different things happening in the world of sports. Then at 12.15, we're going to Mr. Stan Gravoff for our Terrebonne General Tuesday interview with Stan. We'll be chatting with Stan about... The Masters and high school sports and everything in between. We'll be talking with Stan and having a good time with him. That's at 12.15. Then at the bottom of the show, we'll get you some betting picks. We actually had a good day yesterday, um, and we'll try to stay hot for you all. Major League Baseball is the sport that I'm the best at. I, I talk about I'm good at football. and ba- No, Major League Baseball is the sport that I'm the best at in terms of that. Um, yesterday in our local high school baseball scene, a lot of teams stacked up some games and tried to beat the impending weather. And our local scoreboard was as follows. Ascension Catholic gets an 18 to nothing win over East St. John. So G and his team get a big victory. Um, and also local 5A. Thibodeau, they beat the rain. They played a noon game yesterday uh, and beat Patterson 14 to 1. So Thibodeau gets a big victory. We'll ask their coach Shane Trosclair about that game and more in the next segment of the show. 4A. It's going to be razor thin for the Ellender Patriots. They play East Jefferson yesterday and fall 9 to 4. Ellender's currently sitting at number 24 on the nose. They're barely ahead of Morgan City, who's trailing them number 25. Ellender's coming to South Lafouche today. They got to have it. They've got to have it. And another thing Ellender has to have is clear weather. And I'll tell you why. Because Ellender's got five games left on the schedule, right? <clears throat> they got three non-district games. that They're going to be favored to win all three of them. But the two district games on their schedule, they're not going to be favored to win. They got Lutcher and South Lafouche. So here's the thing, if, if there's a bunch of weather and they're in a numbers crunch to try to squeeze in some games, they're going to have to play those district games first. So they're hoping for dry conditions, they're hoping for clear skies, and they're hoping that they could get all five of their games in and try to punch that ticket into the postseason. It's going to be critical for Ellen there that the weather holds up a little bit. They fall to East Jefferson. Um, yesterday in 4A, uh, South Lafouche falls to Covenant Christian Academy 7-5, a game you were able to hear right here on KLEB. Too much free stuff. The Tarpons allow three unearned runs, uh, seven, eight walks, You know, just not winning baseball. And you do that against a team like CCA on their home field, they're going to punish you. They're going to take advantage of you. And the Lions get a big win. Joe Tuton was very pleased. I spoke to him after the game on social media. He was really happy with the way his team played. And for the Tarpons, it was just... Not that same level of crispness that we had seen in the last two weeks or so. And, uh, boy, now, Coach, you and I know this both. It's going to be really tough for them to get in now. Yeah, uh, look, yesterday, Tarpons uh, struggled at the plate, especially uh, five through nine hole hitters. I think what we counted was something like 19 plate appearances and 10 strikeouts. Gee. And that, that was uncharacteristic uh, of the Tarpons. Uh, game before, everyone pretty much in our lineup was getting hit. So, uh, give credit to the uh, 
Covenant Christian's pitching staff. They did a great job in keeping the Tarpons off balance at the plate. And uh, the Tarpons normally would take advantage of errors by their opponents. Well, Covenant Christian took advantage of a couple of misplayed balls from the Tarpons and two-run difference. Yeah, no doubt. Could have been it. No doubt. Um, also in 4A action, South Terrebonne gets a 12-2 win against Homa Christian School. South Terrebonne is another one of those teams that they're like right on the um, cusp of hosting. They're number 17 right now. They're right on the edge. Uh, they better get hot coming home. Uh, they're going to be in, but if they want to host, they better get hot coming home. They start off the week with a victory over Homa Christian 12-2. Edie White. Falls to Shaw yesterday, ten to seven. My uh, eyes and ears, my uh, my flies on the wall over at Ed White tell me the Cardinals committed like eight or nine errors yesterday and lose mm. ten to seven against Shaw. So it wasn't a great defensive showing for Ed White. We told you about Patterson and Thibodeau. We told you about Homer Christian and South Terrebonne. We told you about CCA and South Lafouche. So that pretty much wraps up our local scoreboard. Now today, look, everything that I'm about to tell you, write it in pencil, right? Um, because there's a bunch of games scheduled today, but we don't know what Mother Nature is or is not going to allow. Thibodeau and Central Lafouche are scheduled for 6 o'clock today. If I'm a betting man, I don't know that we're playing baseball in this area at 6 o'clock. I, that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the weather holds up. Destrahan's playing Hanville today, 4 o'clock. You maybe got a better chance to get that one in. Earlier the better, right? Because look out the window right now. It, it's not raining yet, but it's supposed to be coming later. HL Bourgeois and Terrebonne are playing. Terrebonne absolutely positively has to have it. Even if they do have it, I don't think they'll be able to get into the playoffs, but they have to win out. Um, let's see. In 4A today, we've got uh, Ellender and South Lafouche. Don't go by the LHSA. That says 6 o'clock. No. 3.30, and really, truthfully, it's going to be as soon as the umpires show up. If the umpires show up at 3.10, it might be 3.10. So it's going to be an early start time. 3.30 is the tentative start time for South Lafouche and Ellender. Assumption and Vanderbilt, 6 o'clock today. That's the district championship game. It's kind of a shame that the district championship game might get altered by weather, but it is what it is. That game's scheduled for 6 o'clock today out at Vanderbilt. Um, Morgan City and Lutcher today, 6 o'clock. That's out at Lutcher. That's scheduled for today. E.D. White playing their district championship game at 3.30. They're hosting Berwick. Knock on wood, that game will be able to hopefully be played. That's a district championship game between two really good programs. Patterson and St. James scheduled for today. St. James, um, oh, no, never mind, I just said St. James, so they're going to be playing Patterson today. Homa Christian School is off, so we go to single A. CCA is not off. They play every day this week. They're going to be traveling to take on Generet, 1 o'clock start time. Joe, I like your chances. I think you guys are going to be able to get that one in. Central Catholic will be traveling to take on Vermilion Catholic. That's at 6 o'clock. Um, coach, who knows, man? The weather's so unpredictable. It might end up just being, you know, light drizzle and, and whatever all day today. But if you look at the forecast and you believe what the weather people are saying, later today it's not going to be ideal, and tomorrow's going to be even worse. So we'll see how much of this baseball we're able to get in today. Yeah, a couple of things on the weather. I think uh, just looking at it, the further – Away you go from the coast, the better. The better chances yeah. you have to get the game in, especially early. I, I think you might be able to get it in. Second thing, uh, you also okay. You're dealing with the the rain, but also this wind that that's blowing and uh, with that 
system or whatever that load's moving depends where it comes in at. Uh, it, it could be some nasty conditions, uh, windy wise. And I'm just thinking if we would be in school right now, chances are all after school activities would most likely be canceled by like the school system. By the school yeah. system, because that happens often when there are systems that are, that are coming in. Without us being in school, I, I, I'm just curious to see and uh, if some of these games can even uh, be played earlier, yes. Uh, later, even though the rain's not there, just the conditions that are possible. Uh, because, again, you're looking at teams having to travel and all this. Uh, th- that factors into it also that some school districts may not want their kids on a bus traveling in this weather. Look, I, I got the weather.com app pulled up right now on the laptop, and this just goes to show what we're up against today and why I don't know how much baseball, if any, we're going to get to be played. 3 o'clock, cut off Louisiana. Light rain, 88% chance of rain. 4 o'clock, heavy rain, 100% chance of rain. 5 o'clock, heavy rain, 100% chance for rain. 6 o'clock, heavy rain, 98% chance of rain. 7 o'clock, heavy rain, 90% chance of rain. Does that sound like we're playing baseball today? Oh, thank God we played in Galliana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't look like the, the conditions are going to hold up, but it's scheduled for 3.30, and there's other games scheduled around the area. And we'll certainly be here tomorrow to let you know what, if any, games are able to be played. Earlier, better, and as Coach said, farther away from the coast, the better. Look, it's not going to be a central Louisiana problem. It's not going to be a north Louisiana problem. It's going to be a, like a southeastern Louisiana problem. But unfortunately, we're a southeastern Louisiana show, so a lot of our local teams are the ones most in, impacted by this. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Thibodeau. We're going to go chat with Shane Trosclair of the Thibodeau Tigers. They're fighting to try to get into the postseason. Well, they, they've pretty much done that. Now they're trying to get into the top 16 to host an opening round series. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers. 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trowlers. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. 
Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Hi everybody, this is Pastor Rick Warren. Would you like to live an extraordinary life? One where you make a lasting contribution that serves God and blesses others? A life where you use all your skills and abilities and talents to pursue your dreams? Well, guess what? God wants you to live that life. In fact, he created you to live a life of significance as you pursue the dream he's placed in your heart. That's why I've written a new book called Created a Dream, the six phases God uses to grow your faith. It explains the process that God uses to deepen your faith as he moves you step by step closer to your dream. You can go to pastorrick.com dream and you can get the first chapter there. Thank you so much, I love you. Play-by-play, play, man. One of our favorite guys to have on as a calling guest is our next guest on the show, Shane Trosclair. But we have a hard time getting Shane on because he's teaching during the show. So we wanted to take advantage of this opportunity with school out and have Shane on. Teach. Coach Trosclair, good morning, man. How are you doing today? Good morning, Casey. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah, happy to hear it, bro. Hope you and the family had a happy Easter, man. Your team's playing well. You got a win yesterday against Patterson. And we mentioned in the first segment of the show, bro, for you guys, it's it's big seeding right now, trying to stay in that top 16. Got a big one with Central Lafouche today, weather permitting. Uh, curious to see uh, how, the, how the end of the year shapes out for the Tigers, man. Yeah, look, I can't wait just to get back on the field with my guys. It's been fun. My coaches are working hard. Our players are doing well. Our community's rallying behind us. And tonight's just another opportunity to go compete together and put our best foot forward and go try to get another win. So, you know, we looked at the forecast, and, and 6 o'clock, eh, it's kind of iffy, right? I mean, you guys know that as well as, as we do. Is there some sort of contingency plan? Are you guys trying to move up, or do you have a, a make-up date just in the back of your mind in case? What, talk, talk us through that. Honestly, it was, we haven't even discussed it. Um, the, the game plan is 6 o'clock varsity, 3.30 JV. Uh, I offered to move the game up. I was at his place. You know, I get on the bus and come earlier, but... Uh, nothing was bid on that, so we, we as is, and we haven't talked about a plan B. Okay, sounds like a winner, man. Look, you guys got some big baseball coming up. We're going to talk about today, but then you also got a three-gamer with St. John, a doubleheader, and then you know the single game on the 14th, and then the bourgeois game to wrap up your year. Um, talk me through that, man. Like the, the little three-gamer right there at the end, is that almost like kind of designed to kind of replicate what a first-round series is going to look like? 
That's exactly what it was supposed to be. Um, once we once it was preliminary, you know, scheduled, we had it uh, with a doubleheader on the Saturday and the single game on the Friday. And then I realized that uh, Saturday is prom day for our guys and coaches for 23 years. I don't like to play on prom day. <laughs> so uh, we both in, in uh, spring break, and we just moved it to Thursday. So two Thursdays and Friday, it'll be weather for me. So, Coach, let me ask you this, man. Look, it's not looking like it's going to be a playoff year for the Tarpons, and we don't know how the rest of our local teams shake out. If you guys are at home, uh, you got a spot for a couple of radio knuckleheads who are maybe interested in broadcasting your games? Easy. Not, not just a spot, but i got some purple and gold for you to wear, man. Hey. I'm get you out to Tiger Diamond. It's going to be fun. You know, our goal is to host the playoffs, but uh, my, my staff's chomping at the bit. It has, it's been, I think, since 2009, since Thibodeau hosted a playoff baseball game. But, honestly, I just want to get in. You can put me at 23-24. Um, our program needs to be in. Our guys deserve to be in. And it would just be great for the community. We haven't been in since 2017 and 2011 prior to that. I think 20, or I think 2009 before that. So it's been a while. and We just want our guys to experience something positive at the end of their senior year after dealing with COVID-19 and, and Hurricane Ida. Coach, your pitching is rounding into form, Potten. In the last five games, you've allowed only four runs. You held Destrahan to two, held Hanvo to one. You guys have been pitching it really well. Talk about your arms as you enter the final stretch of the year. Yeah, they're throwing strikes and competing, playing some good defense behind them. That equals obviously going to give up less amount of runs. And you know, Branson Arsenal uh, pitched his normal form on uh, last week at Centerville, and he's been struggling. He's been struggling a lot this year, and we've been needing him more behind the plate. So he hasn't had the opportunity to get back in the grind of it. But he got the opportunity the other day and went six shutout innings. So we're looking forward to giving him another start later this week. Um, you know, Ian's been Ian all year. He's been healthy, which helps us out a good bit. Um, we've been having a lot of good bullpen. And Camden Chosley and Coy Gravois, who've been coming in and giving us good bullpen innings every game. So our guys are throwing strikes and pitching with confidence. Coach, one thing that's interesting this year, look, every year it's a little emotional when you're, you know, having the last couple of weeks with your seniors and everything like that. But for you, it's also your last season with one of your boys who's also a senior in the club, man. Talk about that, you know, having a senior as, you know, a player that you love, obviously, but then also it's it's one of your own. And I'm sure that it's been a very emotional season and, and you know, you're hating to see it wind down, but I'm sure it's been also a very special year as well. Yeah, man, Camden's doing really well. I'm very, very proud of him. You know, coming into the season, I wouldn't have guessed he would probably have five innings on the mound. But right now he's around 15 innings. He's two wins with a save. He's thrown a lot of shutout consecutive innings for us and given us some big big outings lately. And he's, he's, he's a really confident kid, and that's what you kind of need on the mound. And I wish everybody in my program had his heart, his confidence, to go out there and produce even the guys that have a little bit more ability than he does, you know. Um, and it's fun, man. It's fun. He get, he comes home and and we talk a little bit about it. I kind of just try to be a dad and tell him, you know, I'm proud of you. You did well. You know, it was one day, I don't remember if I told you this story, but I, I told it a few times. It was his first high school start a few weeks ago, and, and before I left for work that morning, I told him, hey, Cam, good luck today, bud. Pump strikes and have some fun. He said, wait, aren't you going to be there? I said, yeah, this is bad talking. And uh, he, goes, he, he quickly he quickly said, well, I hope I impressed the coach. 
<laughs> so so it, it's been really fun. I'm going to miss him in my dugout. He's kind of like my assistant coach. When he's not pitching, he's either the bad boy or he's doing my pitching chart and he's telling me a scouting report on the hitters that are coming up. So he's been my, my right hand a lot in the last few games with me, and we, we definitely going to miss him when he moves out and goes to LSU. That's awesome, man. Now, look, these last couple of games have big significance. As we, Brian and I were crunching the numbers in the last segment. If you guys get hot and rattle off a bunch of wins, you guys could catch some teams that are ahead of you. But if it doesn't go your way, you also could fall behind some teams that are behind you. Uh, it's almost like playoff time right now. I think you guys are, are in, but playing for seeding and everything of the sort, there's some big, big games in the next five, six days for the Thibodeau team. No doubt. I think tonight starts it, man. It's it's 16 wins. Central Cruz team who's hungry. Senior night for them. They're still fighting for their life to get in. Uh, we had a good game with them a couple weeks ago at our place in a non-district game. So those guys are playing with a lot of confidence. And I think if we go get one tonight um, with our strength of schedule, I think we got a good chance to move up to at least 12, uh, depending on what some guys do ahead of us. And when you look at 12 to 15, it's like a win, like maybe one or two opponent wins. That separates all of us. So you do have a lot left in it, but I think today's going to determine whether we're going to be at home or not in the playoffs. Because um, it is it is a big one, with, you know, with, with a, a, an opponent who has 16 wins. It might get more than that, too, going forward. So I would love to host in the playoffs. I would love to see our left-field lunatics in full force and have you guys do a radio game and just, just our community come out and, and come out with some pride. Coach, with these power rankings, it can drive you crazy. Uh all year, especially last week of the season. Are you one of these coaches that after each game trying to figure out uh, the different uh, scenarios where you could be or someone, someone on your staff does it or y'all just go and, and play the games and you can end up where you end up? Yeah, kind of a little bit of both. Um, you, can, you can look at it all you want, but if you don't win your game, then it really don't matter. But I, uh, I teach in a computer class and I got some downtime and and so I go and I study opponents and see who's going to win, who might win, just to give us an idea of what might happen. And honestly, I've been doing it not to not to see if I'm going to host a playoff game. I've been doing it to see if I'm going to be in the playoffs. Um, it's a little bit of both, I guess. i got to tell my kids, my players, stop looking at gopreps.com. <laughs> worry about yourself. Because, I mean, I, I got two players that live in my house. You know, they play. My, my two boys play for me, and they always going, dad, 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 this, this, dad, dad, this, dad, this, dad, dad. I'm like, Look, man, just, just worry about you because Dad, I don't tell him. Dad already looked at it, <laughs> you know. Every every four hours on Go Preps, it updates. So, so Dad already looked at it, but I don't want to tell him that because I'm, I'm preaching to them to stop looking at it. So um, it's getting to the exciting times. I think um, on Saturday, you know, we don't play Saturday. I get to go do some AAU basketball with my, with my youngest and last yet. And I think on Saturday I'm probably going to be on my phone more than ever before, kind of looking at it, test scores come in. To give us an idea of what we got going forward against HL Blues on Monday. So I got to ask you this, uh, and you may know the answer, you may not. I see Brulee's on your schedule. They're seventeen and nine. That's what they're listed right now. But Go Preps has them listed as last in their classification. I, I would assume they have some sort of issue. Is there a chance? And boy, I hope the answer is no. But is there a chance that they lose their wins and it could potentially hurt you guys? One hundred percent will not lose their wins. Okay, good. Um, you know, Mike Forbes and I are best friends. That's my brother. Um, been with him for the, la- for the last eight years, and been with, been with him and his wife the last couple of weeks. They they uh, got an LHSA violation, uh, so they're going to be uh, not allowed in the playoffs this year. Um, and then he's not not going to be allowed to coach baseball until March seventeenth, twenty twenty four. So 
Um, but with 100%, they're going to keep those wins. Um, they appealed to the playoff ban. And they, they lost their appeal the other day. Um, so 100%, we okay with those wins. I think they're going to get number 18 today. Okay, good. Sounds I look that would have been just heartbreaking if you guys would have got impacted by something that was out of your control. So happy to hear that. Padna, thanks so much for the time. Hope you guys are able to beat off the rain and, and good luck the rest of the week, man. Hey, I appreciate it. I'm spending some time uh on my downtime. I'm watching the Berwick E D White district championship and right now E D White's up three nothing in the top of the fourth inning or bottom of the fourth inning over over here in Chippewa. Thanks for that scoreboard update. Padna, have a great day, man. Y'all too. God bless. Yep, that is Shane Trostler doing an excellent job. So, hey, scoreboard update. E.D. White up 3 to nothing over Berwick. Hey, look, I got a little inside information. <laughs> Berwick's not going to like to hear this. Tyler Weimer, who's been out with a, a hairline <laughs> fracture, he's eligible to close that game. So, Berwick, you better score some runs like now because the Thumper's <laughs> coming in in the back end if they have a lead. Um, was – very excited to hear Shane say that Bruley's going to keep their wins because there's nothing worse than a team getting hurt by another team doing something crazy. And it's out like it would have been just dead. Look, if Bruley goes from 17 wins to zero, Thibodeau would have went to the bottom. Like they would have been in the 20s again instead of being, you know, up where they are. And that, that, that just would have been so wrong. That's not anything that had anything to do with them. So I'm glad to hear that that's not something that they even have to be thinking about in the last days of the season. Yeah, and look, knowing Bruley's program, uh, I'm sure something happened that you know unintentional, uh, and it's it's sad. I'm I'm gonna go this way, Casey. That you know they're gonna get penalized. Okay, if it's wrong, it's wrong. But there's other schools in this state. That do worse. I'm sure. We don't even know what happened, but I'm <laughs> that, sure. Yes, that do worse. That a little slap on the hand or what, whatever. It's uh, And I don't know what they did, but I'm just assuming, <coughs> knowing their program, that it, it was unintentional and, uh, you know, and I may be all based on this, but that's. You know, what, what, what's interesting is Thibodeau started the year one and four. And since that time, they're 19 and four. So if you take the first week of the season out, bro, 19 and four, that's some good baseball, man. They have, they've been consistent. They've been rolling. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope they get an opening round home series. I'm a little surprised, though. Look, Shane said, hey, you know, we offered to go to Central early. I'm a little surprised that Lance didn't, didn't take that because. Central needs this game. They're yes. 27th. They have to play this game. I'm a little surprised to hear that there wasn't any movement on that. And, and, and I was surprised where Thibodeau's sitting at 15 and with a, a, a couple of victories or whatever. He's saying they can maybe jump to 12. And probably Torpin fans out there said, wait a minute. We won like four in a row and didn't. And we moved up one spot. It, it's, it, it's crazy how how it works out, but uh, the, the difference where Thibodeau's at from 12 to, to 15 or 16 is, is uh, the gap is very small. Yeah, no doubt. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. We're going to kind of span the sports globe, and then we're going to get to stand at 12-15. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this timeout. 
pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Rocking the theme music of your boy, Cody Rhodes. You're on Play by Play. Casey Gisclair here with Coach Brian Collins. He's got to win it. He's got to win it at some point. Give it to him. I think he's going to have to climb over Lesnar first, but that happened yesterday. I actually didn't get a chance to watch yesterday. Well, was with you. I got it on record. I'll be watching it sometime later in the week. Um, man, we've got some interesting things happening in college athletics, and I, I'm not comfortable with this, man. First and foremost, Duke first-round uh, prospect Kyle Filipowski announced that he's returning to Duke. Hey, that's great for them. You know, I'm not happy about that because I'm not a Blue Devil guy, but hey, good for him You know, making that decision to come back to school. It's always good when there's more stars in the sport. But this is where I, I have some issues. And I'm going to struggle to pronounce this guy's name. I apologize in advance. Mackenzie McBago is a top 10 recruit, a five-star McDonald's All-American player who was committed to Duke, who signed with Duke, and who now in April, April 11th, has already axed out of his national letter of intent so that he could reopen his recruitment. Look, Coach. 
Mm. I'm all for the whole, you know, hey, I'm going to commit but not sign, and then I might decommit. Whatever. You know, you're just giving your word to somebody. And look, it's, it's, it is what it is. Sometimes, you know, people change their minds. Sometimes coaching staff change, whatever. But I'm not okay with you signing on the dotted line and then immediately saying, yeah, I don't want to enroll. I'm gonna, I, I want out. I want to go somewhere else. And look, I say this even knowing that this is a Duke guy who now is considering North Carolina. And I still think that's unethical. I don't think that should be allowed. And this is my issue with the whole thing of, well, you could leave and go anywhere you want and you don't have to sit out it. There's no reason for these guys to be loyal to anything. They just do whatever they want to do, and I don't think that's good for college athletics at all. I'm very uncomfortable with that. Yeah, it's not, but also you uh, you see their coaches doing it where they sign contracts. They get out of it quick, some some of them quicker than others. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I think hopefully they don't let them out of it because if, if they do, man, you open it up. Big time. It's it, it's gonna. That's not good for college athletics if that happens. So you mean there are some guys that interview for some jobs, don't get some jobs, say they're coming back, and then leave to go be an assistant coach somewhere else? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I hope that certain people weren't listening to that. But anyway, it, it is, is what, what it is. is. Yeah, it is what it is. <clears throat> but yeah, I just I'm, I'm uncomfortable with that. Now look, I got I got to make fun of you here now. So so bear with me. Um, we want clear skies, right? Because we've got a game at 3.30. I'm sure in the back of your mind, you're hoping. All right, oh, here we go. I hope it's dry at 3.30. I hope it's dry at 4.30. I hope the Tarpons get a run rule win. It's over by 5.30. But at, like, let's say 6 o'clock, I'm sure you're hoping that in New Orleans it's a monsoon because Tulane baseball is awful. And they're facing and hosting the number one team in the country today in LSU. I know a lot of Tulane fans, and I follow a lot of them on Twitter. They are doing rain dances right now, hoping that this game doesn't get played. Tulane is 9-23. and They don't have the pitching to hold up today. It's baseball. Anything can happen. They might win the game for all I know. But are you enthused about facing the number one team in the country, or are you just kind of hoping that this one kind of washes out? No, I, I, I'm... I'm not hoping it washes out. Let's play the game. And, I, you know, heck, I know their chances are not very good, but let's play the game. And uh, Tulane is having a, a rough season. I think their schedule was brutal. And uh, I don't sure. think they're as, as bad as that record is. Now, they're not – on the level of LSU this year, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But um, I, I really, I don't think they're as bad as their record is now. Their record is what it is, and uh, I think they're going to hopefully improve uh, as the season goes on. And you gotta beat the best. You know, you gotta play the best. You gotta beat them. Uh, but at least uh, get the game in and, and play a, a top team. And you can uh, win or you can stay close. It might give you a little confidence because uh, they, they need some of that right now because it's, uh, it's not very pleasant. Did, did Tulane make a mistake? Uh, you know, Travis Jewett was the coach there. They, they got rid of him. He wasn't very successful. And there were a lot of fans that were hoping they would go outside of the program. And instead, they hired from within and hired the assistant coach, Jay Ullman, 
Um, he was the recruiting guy under Jewett, but their roster right now is not any good. So, like, how good of a recruiter was he? Like, there are a lot of Tulane fans that are ready at the end of this season, after one year, to be like, yeah, we need we need outside blood. We tried this. It didn't work. What do you think, man? Because, look, I know this. Tulane football last year, they had a great year, and hopefully they could continue having great years. But, look, let's be real. In the last 15, 20 years, great years have been few and far between. Same for basketball. Baseball has been the outlier. Baseball has been the one program that consistently has been competitive. So to see them 9-23 and uh, and losing badly to the likes of UNO and losing badly to you know the likes of Campbell and Penn, like – this is not what it should be. So what do you think? If they don't get this turned around, do you think it's going to be a one and done? I, I know. I don't think it's one and done. But, you know, sometimes if you are a, a, a great recruiter, assistant coach and a great recruiter, that's what you are. And when you promote someone to head coach and they try maybe to recruit, it, it's too much on their plate. Sure. And – um We'll see, but I think he uh, another year for sure, and, and see where they go from there. But uh, I don't know who replaced him as their recruiting coordinator. But uh, if he's trying to do two jobs, it, it's it's impossible. It may be too much for him right now, and uh, kind of regroup after the season. But uh, I, I would definitely think another year or two for sure to see if he can turn it around. Not. Uh, I don't think they'll panic in a one-and-done situation. I thought that I would wake up today and see that that game would be postponed or moved <clears> another day or whatever. I didn't think that LSU would even toy with the idea of getting on a bus and going to New Orleans and maybe not playing. But it looks like they're still trying to get it in. So we'll see. Maybe they're confident. Maybe they've got some sort of forecast or computer model that shows it might be dry from 6 to 8 or whatever, and they can maybe sneak it in. So we'll see. That one's scheduled for 6 o'clock. The Tigers are still the number one team in the country. And I think, let me pull that up so I could say this for sure, I think their SEC weekend, I know it's against Kentucky, but I think it's another Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and not Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend, um, which may have impacted that decision. Yeah, it is another Thursday, Friday, Saturday, SEC weekend for the Tigers against the the Wildcats. So um, we'll see. If it gets in, that'd be awesome, but I, I don't, I'm just not all that hopeful. That well, and look, uh, today, away from the coast, I think you, you have a better shot. Uh, tomorrow, I think it will be widespread where uh, I don't think they'll have any baseball around uh, southeast Louisiana tomorrow. There will be a casino show at Boomtown tomorrow in New Orleans yeah. <laughs> from 6 to 8. Truck and I will be swimming up to New Orleans, maybe literally. Uh, so that'll be some fun. And now, I- who knows? I may jump in there. Hey, hey you're more than welcome, my man. Look, nah, look I, y'all got me. Y'all won last week. I'm... I got some winning tickets in that Magic Craig Weber bag right there. I've got some winning tickets that i got to go and cash in and, then, and then, as they say, reinvest tomorrow. Well, let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Stan Gravois or Terrebonne General Tuesday. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most, like your third-grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully, the neighbor who gives you a jump start and the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your State Farm agent has your back, too, through good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. 
Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Welcome back to play-by-play here on KLEB. Casey just clear with Coach Brian Colley. Hope you guys are enjoying your Tuesdays as much as we are. We go to the phone lines for our Terrebonne General Tuesday interview with Mr. Stan Gravois, who's on the line now. Stan, good afternoon, my friend. How are you today? Hello. Hey. Hey, hey, sorry about that, Stan. We had you turned off. Uh, what was going on, man? How are you doing today? I am doing well. Sometimes I sound better turned off. <laughs> they, they say the same about me, partner. Uh, one thing that might be turned off today is our local high school baseball schedule. Man, the rain is going to wreak havoc on the area in the next two days. There are some games already in progress. E.D. White and Berwick are getting it in early. South Lafouche is trying to get it in with Ellender early. And look, it is what it is. The weather's the same for everybody. But you feel for the teams like, let's say, a Central Lafouche or an Ellender that need to play to try to catapult themselves and lock in their position but not might not get the chance, it uh, it could be an ugly week for some of those teams who need to get the games in but won't be able to. Yeah, it's my understanding if you're the home team, you sort of dictate as to when to play. Of course, both have to have the logistics of being able to get together, so I do understand that. But I'd hate to see a team that really is out of it not accommodating a team who has the chance to get in. I'd hope that that's not happening in the area. All of those teams that are playing this morning, and I know we had some that played yesterday afternoon, probably a smart move because once the weather does come in, I don't think it's just a day or two. I think it might be like a two- or three-day stretch of this. So, yeah, especially since we're going to be up against the clock, so to speak, with the teams, uh, getting it in is a smart thing, and uh, those teams that are already safely in, they're just trying to enhance that position. So, 
we're in the home stretch, and I hope we do have a vast majority of our teams who get into the playoffs. We have a scoreboard update from E.D. White. They're leading Berwick right now. They're playing their game super early, trying to beat the weather. That's actually a district championship game. We've also got a district championship game in our local 4A district with Assumption, who will be taking on Vanderbilt. Uh, that game, I'm told, has been moved up to 4 o'clock to try to beat the weather. So, man, that's the crazy thing of it is that you're playing not just, you know, regular old midweek games like they say in college baseball. You're playing games of significance. You're fighting quality opponents. You're fighting Mother Nature. You're fighting the kids not being in school. Like, these coaches must be a wreck right now. Yeah, I agree because, you know, the one thing that school offers you when it is in is sort of stability. You know where your kid's at. You know what's going on. It's easy to get in contact and communicate with them. And when it's not, it's bad. It's just, it, it, it could be a chore. Of course, you know, obviously with technology today, you would think it would be a little bit easier, but it's also a little easier to hide, too. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be a fun thing from all the coaches. But, listen, the bottom line is, is if you got a chance and you're a competitor, you're going to want to get this in, you're going to want to play. And I think those teams we're going to see from my area that do well in the playoffs are those teams who are really fighting to play right now. No doubt about that. Look, let's talk about the Masters, man. We had so much fun talking with James Schilling last week, and you know, you and I talked about it on on the Sports Corner, and uh, it ended up being a great tournament. Speaking of rain impacting the schedules, it certainly was was a factor there as well. We saw some live, right? They had three guys in the top five, two guys in the top three, but at the end of the day, it was a PGA Tour guy who wins it, John Rahm. Um, great theater. There was a lot of great shots hit. There were a lot of people angry with some of the slow play that was going on. There were definitely a lot of storylines heading out of Augusta. I had never been so nervous about, and, and not necessarily related to golf or football or basketball or baseball, like making picks on here where the whole weekend I was on the edge of my seat going, <laughs> come on, Stan, you can't look like a total idiot with golf, right? You, you know, it's the only sport that you can still go out and, well, I don't even want to say compete, but I could go out and play and swing the club. So I was like, man, between, you know, you, you me, and, and, and Coach Schilling, I was like, i got to get something right. So I was so happy when Liv – and I'm not even a big Liv guy, and I'm not a big PGA guy necessarily. I don't have a favoritism to what's going on in any of those circumstances. But I was like, man, if I said a Liv guy's going to finish in the top five, well, darn it, <laughs> they got to finish in the top five. <laughs> So I was so happy to see it happen where they actually ended up getting a few in the top five. So, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I, the one thing I could say without hesitation, and I'd imagine you and probably James would say the same thing, John Rahm is the best golfer in the world right now. Yeah. I, I, you know, he's that guy. He's, he's got it. And even in the second round when they were playing on Sunday morning, the second round, I just sort of thought, this guy's not going to melt away. And Kepka actually has a chance to fade a little bit. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's amazing how if you looked at that course on Saturday afternoon, late afternoon, even Sunday morning, and then you watched the tournament end on Sunday afternoon, you would have swore that there was never rain in that area in, like, you know, months. It's just that's a bucket list for me. I don't, I don't know about you. And I don't have to play it. 
I don't, I don't need a, you know, I don't need to play at Augusta. Actually, I'd make a mockery at a game if I did. <laughs> but I just, I just, I just want to see it. I, you know, I want to see what it's about. So, uh, yeah, the Masters is probably the funnest time of uh, the golf season for me, as far as watching on television. I can't. The U.S. Open and all of that's fun, but it, the Masters is the tournament. It's usually around Easter. It, it's just a great springtime of the year, and again, it didn't disappoint this year. No doubt about that, man. Look, Brian and I talked about this yesterday on Play by Play. He's joining us for some of this week because he's out of school. And and we were discussing Tiger Woods and, and look, man, it's sad. I'm a big Tiger Woods guy. Brian is not, but we both share the same opinion is that if he can't like do it, then he needs to stop trying to do it. And I get that that's the hardest decision in the world that he's maybe ever gonna have to make. But that last image of him gingerly walking off of the course because he's got he, you know, he's cold, he's miserable, he's sore, he's battling plantar fasciitis, whatever it may be. No one wants to ever see that again. That was painful, man, watching such a legend, and he could barely even walk off the course. Um, yeah, that wasn't ideal. No, it was not. And yesterday uh, I actually had the opportunity to play a little bit. Terrebonne High School and Scott Gotro had their big uh, annual golf tournament to raise money for their athletic department. So we were out there playing, and the group I was playing with, who had some good golfers in the group, obviously, were talking about the Masters, and we talked about Tiger Woods and the way he was getting around. And it sort of dawned on me that I'm, I'm like, much older than Tiger Woods. And I was having fun, and I was – now, don't get me wrong, I was riding a cart, but I was popping out the cart and going to my ball and hit it and, you know, and – and, and by the way, in no way, shape, or form am I trying to compare myself to Tiger Woods. But what I'm saying is, at my age, I started thinking about what he looked like when he was out there. And that was, like, really bad. And I would say, even guys like you, you mentioned how you, you really like him and you root for him. I think there was somewhere in, you know, in the recesses of our brain where we thought he may win another tournament. Well, if you're not convinced that he probably won't win another tournament after this weekend, I don't know what's going to convince you, because I, I just don't see it. I don't, I don't, and I know it was soggy and it was wet. Maybe that had something to do. I know they mentioned, and I didn't know this before, that it was some kind of plantar fasciitis, and I know that is so painful. But, but the fact is, is I think, man, it just might be where he, boy. I don't want to say soul is soul to the devil to be so good for the time he was so good, but it's almost like it all kind of caught up with him, you know, and that's that's sort of sad, you know. Uh, I Consider, you know, when we talk about that particular tournament, too, that, that Jack Nicholas won it at a, quite that age, you know. He was, what, 46 or something when he won it. So to see the parallels now of course jack nicholas didn't get a wreck where he was found at the bottom of a ravine you know in los angeles or whatever but all of those things being said it is like god what you know we 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 might need to understand that the day and age of tiger woods as far as being that guy is probably gone and i say all of that and it was only 2019 that he had won it all that it's not that long ago so uh, but after what he looked like the other day, I just don't see it happening for sure. You know what's crazy, Stan, is that it, it, it probably, you know, two years ago, three years ago, whatever, 
If I would have asked the average person to name just anyone on the LSU women's basketball team, they wouldn't have been able to do it. Now you're the reigning national champions. You're having players get drafted in the WNBA draft. Angel Reese has now eclipsed $1 million in, in NIL contributions. She's being featured on Saturday Night Live. Like They've got legitimate superstars in that program. Legitimate, not even basketball fans, like just legitimate celebrities. Like Angel Reese is a celebrity. It's amazing how fast this has turned in two years, man. It's unbelievable. It's almost like that perfect storm of just everything happened and timed out perfectly. And now they're the premier program in the sport. They're the, the quote-unquote it program in the sport. The program that the quote-unquote cool kids want to go to. It's unbelievable. So, you know, we give a lot of credit to Kim Mulkey for what she's done as far as leading the team to a national championship. I think where we maybe don't, and I'm sure some people do, but I'm finally catching up to that ideology, is that, man, she understands how to market that team and work it and understand social media. That little get-up with dressing with the pink fringes and all of that stuff she does, she gets it. That little thing of in her press conferences when she's talking about this about Angel Reese, or this about Morris, or this about that. She gets it. That little thing, even about, you know, uh, Angel Reese doing the deal where she points to her fingers and, and, and the, uh, you know, you can't see me. They all get it. And as good as they are, because, listen, they won a national championship, so there's no doubt that they can't be held, you know, like in, in the esteem they're held around the country right now. I don't even know if I should say esteem because some people probably don't like it. But that, that getting that kind of attention right now without started understanding how to play it, and they're playing it to the hilt, you know, uh, obviously with the Saturday Night Live thing and all of this, it's, it's like it's really something. Well, i got to tell you, that might not have played well in 1983, and you might not get any other kids to your school, but in the day of the portal and NIL deals, oh, my goodness, the future is like like super bright because now all of a sudden you won a national championship, so you're good on the court, and now you're doing everything that's appeasing to the younger generation off the court. So I wouldn't see where the future is not extremely bright. I, I got to tell you, let's not – you know, kind of count all chickens before they hatch related to what South LaFouche is going to be like in, in Connecticut is going to be like next year. But all that being said, uh, man, every button that they press is the right button. I just don't want to be how to, how to I don't want to be necessarily remembered, you know, you know, considering that LSU is our flagship. I don't want it to be that like the University of Miami football team from, you know, <laughs> the early 90s, you know, but but that's the day and age we live in. We talk about Kim Mulkey all the time. You know who I'm really keeping an eye on for football because I think it has the opportunity to change the dynamic of how coaches are hired in all sports, and that's Deion Sanders. <coughs> yep. You know, if, if, if this is a shiny, glossy thing and he played it and he was a champion and he dresses different on the sideline and he lets his players do different things, yet he still has some kind of control, some kind of controlled chaos. Although I don't think Kim Mulkey's controlled chaos. You know Kim Mulkey's got control. Uh, that might change the way basketball, football, baseball, everything is in the future. So I got my eye on that. 
And I know if Brian's in the studio with you, because, you know, being Brian or even though he's a lot younger than me, kind of the same generation of coaches, we both sort of cringing right now, but it might be the way of the future. Well, that's the next question I was going to ask. It's a perfect segue. If you are Kim Mulkey, would you be a little nervous that the balloon has gotten a little bit too much air? Because, look, this time next season when you open up camp, Flojay Johnson and Angel Reese and all these great players that you're returning, they're all going to be rich. Like, by college athlete <laughs> standards, they're all going to be, like, six-figure income. And, like, would you be worried that there's maybe a little bit too much fluff going into next season? Well, the simple answer is yes. And yes, yes. She's probably sitting with her assistants right now and saying, man, we're going to have to do some psychology. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's going to be more than just what's happening on the court. We're going to have to do a lot. So, yeah, that, my answer to that would be yes. And I do want to give a little shout-out because I think this guy – not listen, I think it's all Kim, Kim Mulkey. But the guy Starkey who came back, yep. you know, the assistant coach, and that guy deserves a little bit of credit because every time he's been around LSU's program, it's been pretty good. So I just I thought about that the other day that he had come back to coach with Coach Mulkey, and of course he gives her all the credit. But yeah, I I I just I think it's neat that that guy has come back and he's always sort of had the Midas touch also. I um I told Brian I'd share this with him, and I actually forgot to send it. I'll share it with you too. You would appreciate this as well. Bob Starkey went on Twitter a couple days ago and rattled off a series of about 10, 15 tweets just explaining in detail the things that LSU looks at when they're scouting another opponent, the things that they chart when they're scouting another opponent, because he had the scouting assignment of of Iowa in the championship game, and he went in-depth of the things they were looking to take away. Fascinating stuff. I'll send that to you. As an old-school coach, you really appreciate it. Yeah, I've always been sort of, you know, he's that guy. I think he took over for Pokey Chapman at the end of her tenure, and uh, he's he's got it. He's a good X and O guy. He may not be the head coach guy. That's the one thing that, I, you know, I don't. I hate to go on this, like, sports rant, but a lot of time we look at head coaches, but I'm going to tell you, if you just don't have a good staff, it don't work. That's the bottom line. And I think good head coaches understand how to communicate they understand how to pick. They understand everything related to the staff around them, the right people at the right time. And obviously Kim Mulkey has done that well, too. She's done just about everything well, and that's another thing she did well. And, I mean, we don't have to look any further than Coach Joe. I think if things would have worked out better with his assistant, I'm not saying he'd still be at LSU, but it'd be a lot better to just surround yourself with the people that can help you win. I've been making fun of Brian all week because LSU scheduled to play Tulane in baseball, and I know a lot of Tulane friends. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You make fun of Brian all the time. <laughs> Fair <laughs> Thank enough. you. Thank Fair you. enough. Um, look, a lot of my Tulane friends are doing a rain dance right now. They're hoping this game does not get played. Tulane is 9-26. and They're not very good. They don't think that the pitching staff, which is kind of lacking, will be able to get out LSU's offense. Should Brian be joining them? Should Brian be getting out the umbrellas and doing the old Benson rain dance out there? No. Oh no, no, no. I don't if you're Tulane, if you're Nickel State, if you're Southeast and if you're ULF yet, if you're any of those schools, you wanna play this. You got absolutely nothing to lose. If you lose by ten run rule, hell, you were supposed to. If you make it a game, like if you just within like three runs of LSU, that's a win. And if you God forbid win 
then all of a sudden you're going into a weekend series in your own conference and you're feeling sky high. So, no, man. I, listen, real quick story, and, and I know Brian knows him, and I know you know him too, uh, uh, Casey. Uh, a guy named uh, Nathan Cotton yep. was a head baseball coach over at South Terrible. Yep. Nathan is from Baytown, Texas. He was a terrific <laughs> baseball player at Stephen F. Austin, right? So, he's playing at Stephen F. Austin as a freshman. He's a starter. He's pretty good, right? They come into Nichols. He has a great series against Nichols. They find out, Stephen F. Austin, at the end of that year, they had to do away with the baseball program because of Title IX because they were starting women's golf at Stephen F. Austin. Since then, they have reinstituted baseball, but back then they had to get rid of it. Nathan was devastated. He had nowhere to play, right? He got a couple of calls, and one of them was from Nichols State because he had such a good series against, uh, against you know, Nichols. So he comes to Thibodeau, sight unseen. He, had never, he, was, he didn't know anything about Louisiana. He plays at Nichols. He becomes an all-conference player. He had to go play against LSU at Alex Box in a weekday game. And when he's there, the kids from Nichols who are on the Nichols baseball team brought Ziploc bags so that they could take some dirt off of Alex Box's field <laughs> and put it in the Ziploc bag so that they could have a memento from Alex Box. And he's going, what are y'all doing? And they say, well, you know, this is the Mecca. You know, if you're from Louisiana, you sort of get it. But, And he's going, wait, we're here to whip their backside. And the, the guys are like, yeah, but, you know, it's it's Alex Box. And that's, I don't care if we play in tiddlywinks. If you got an opponent, you go out there and you try and win, right? So I don't think, I don't, now listen, two lanes down, there's no doubt about it. Uh once a very proud baseball program. But on the other hand, I'll, if I'm a Tulane baseball player, I'm praying for that game to be played because I just feel like I ain't got nothing to lose. And look, if they're going to have some guys, and listen, I'm, I ain't going to lie, after you get through a couple of LSU pitchers, the rest of it's, you know, almost human. So, yeah, I would want to play it. Okay, I got you. Last question before we let you go, Ponda. Looks like Nichols is going to be ne- be needing a new men's basketball coach. It's looking like Austin Clunch is going to be going off to Alabama. Jonathan Terrell is already on the phone trying to get a new guy quickly. Boy, the timing couldn't be worse. This is peak transfer portal time, and it's in an offseason where Nichols needs to replace a lot of guys. In addition to that, one of their starters, Pierce Spencer, has already entered the portal because I guess he wanted to play for Austin. The new guy's got a difficult challenge. I'm curious to see what JT pulls out of the hat. I agree 100%. Nichols is sort of becoming that prototypical place where you go to build a resume to move on, which is why we should cherish Tim Rebo so much. Yeah. Because that's never been sort of what his goal was at Nichols State. And unfortunately for basketball, I think it's what it is, and it's probably what it will be going forward in the future. We'll see. And there are people who love it. You know, the young fellow who came in to take uh, on uh, Doobie plays on the spot. I think could ultimately become a Nichols, you know, lifer type guy. But no, it, it is what it is. And when you have a good coach like Coach Staunch, uh, excuse me, I think you stand that chance of losing them. And it looks like that's what's going to happen. Stan, we thank you so much for the time, my friend. Um, we're going to chat again on Saturday. All right, partner. All right. Take care, everybody. Y'all be good. Yep. That is Stan Gravlot doing an excellent job at our Terrebonne General Tuesday interview.
Stanzo, we're talking about Tulane winning the game. Get, get out of here. Tulane winning the game. What? All right. You watch. <laughs> we play to win the game. They just don't win many of them. That's <laughs> that's what we're playing tonight. <laughs> no, look. Hey, look. All kidding aside, if you're going to beat LSU, the midweek <clears throat> is the time to do it. Their arms in the midweek are not very good. I wouldn't be surprised if early in the game it's close, but I think LSU's offense is going to overwhelm them late. Yeah, that would that would make sense, but uh, Tulane. So let me ask you this: psychology. You're nine and twenty-six. You're not going to the NCAA tournament. Would you be inclined to use one of your better arms and say, "Hey, to heck with you know our our upcoming conference series. Let's go make a memory." Would you be inclined to sell out a little bit to try to win the game today? Yeah. Why not? I, I, agree. I mean, Look, it, I agree. It, you two ain't the LSU. You, I mean, you're trying to beat them. I agree with you. I, I, I always <laughs> think that it's crazy when these, these schools throw their midweek. No, you're, you're right. You're facing LSU. Like, go make something that your guys are going to talk about for the rest of their lives. Let me give you some, uh, let me change it uh, up a little bit. Uh, some, uh, some coaching news in yeah. uh, the high school ranks. Oh, I don't know where you're going with this. This is interesting. Okay. Well, we got a Hall of Fame coach that's coming out of retirement. Hall of Fame coach coming out of retirement. Oh, now I'm extremely intrigued. What's up? Coach Jay Carlin. Oh. Well, coming out. A lot of folks down the by you are interested in this. And Where is th- going? This was in uh first week in April, but he's coming out of retirement and he's going to coach at Pope John Paul. As the head second. coach? Yes. Wow. So Jay Carlin, after what one season, two seasons of retirement? Oh, it was a couple. I mean, with with COVID and all that, it kind of, it, uh, maybe three, three years uh, or so, I would say. And how old is Coach Carlin? Oh, Gotta be in his seventies, huh? I would think close to it. Wow, that's I would have never, I would have never thought. But hey, Pope John Paul, you're getting a good one. Um, you dog, you. You ain't finished coaching. You haven't coached your last game yet. You haven't fooled me. And on... Uh, As the, he's grinning. <laughs> on the uh, the college ranks. Yes. Coach uh, Jody Bailey was an assistant coach at UNO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he left midway through the, or toward the latter part of the season. Yeah. He was hired at uh, University Christian as their head men's basketball coach. Very interesting. I, actually, UNO women have a new coach. Let me go fish that name out for you. They hired someone today. UNO women's basketball. You know, bear with me as I very unprepared find that out. I didn't realize that Coach Davenport was no longer with UNO until today that I saw that they had hired someone else. Uh, Women's basketball coach for UNO, it is Miss um, Trelane Moore-Powell, who's the new women's basketball coach at UNO. So she will be joining the Southland Conference. And look, Miss Powell, we we, congratulations to you, but hopefully you lose to Justin Payne over and over and over (laughs) again throughout the course of your career as we're – we're colonels here at Coastal Broadcasting through and through. Yeah, we may try and get uh, Coach uh, Sless on. Sure. From you, you know, I know they got some things going on this summer, and also uh, Central Lafouche had a, a coaching vacancy open. Uh, their ba- boys basketball coach, uh, I believe, the applications were closed uh, last week or so, maybe end of last week. So, um, 
I'm sure they'll be naming someone soon. Actually, I just opened up Twitter, and um, hopefully the new Nichols men's basketball coach, not going to say any names, just actually sent me a message. So let me reply to that message. It's play-by-play on KB. Yes. We'll be right back after this commercial timeout. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients safe to all humans and pets check us out on facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com need our cedar beaters now call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back buzz off mosquito control safe effective guaranteed Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. I got to go cut somebody's grass. I got to go do something to earn a little extra money because I got feeling, you know, like when you read a fortune cookie, like sometimes it says some stuff that you don't want it to say. Like I just get this feeling that like I'm going to lose a bunch of money tomorrow. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm going to the casino and I don't know. Well, I told a truck I'm going. He said, you coming? Yeah. And he says, uh, just letting you know, I'm not responsible if you lose. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm rethinking. We uh we made about thirty bucks last time we went. Uh, we turned forty into about seventy. We'll reinvest that seventy and try to get it closer to a hundred tomorrow. 
I'm going to have to actually do some homework and uh, figure out some Major League Baseball stuff. Let it ride. We were 3-1 and one yesterday. i tell you who I'm not betting on tomorrow. Billy Joe, if you're listening, sorry. I'm not betting on the Pelicans tomorrow. Uh, they're, they're playing Oklahoma City. I think they'll win tomorrow, but they're five and a half. I don't know. I just think the line's right. Like five and a half. I think that's about what it's going to be. I think the Pelicans will win by four or five points, and I just don't trust it enough to take that line. Okay, well, look, I, I think the, they played three times this year. Mm-hmm. I think the Pelicans beat them by three times. Let's see. I'll tell you. If you take the margin of victory in all of those games, it's less than 10 points. Well, maybe it would be wise to go the other way and take. So they beat them 105 to 101. That's a four point win. That would be an Oklahoma City cover. They beat them 128 125. That would be an Oklahoma City cover. And they beat them 103 to 100. That would be an Oklahoma City cover. So that's cover. 10 points. So five and a half. That's why I say, like, I don't trust them to beat Oklahoma City by six. Like, I, I don't know. That just feels kind of steep to me. Tonight in the NBA, we got the first of these play-in games. We've got Atlanta and Miami. The winner of that game is in. Um, the loser of that game will have to win a game later in the week to get in. The winner will be the seven seed and will be facing the Boston Celtics. The loser will be playing another play-in game to maybe be the eight seed. Miami's a four-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Whew. <clears throat> I'm not touching it. Um, I'm just telling you that it's happening, but it's not. It's not an official betting pick. I just don't trust facing Trey Young in a one game. Like he's so explosive, he could he could score sixty tonight, and then guess what? You're gonna lose. Like he's so explosive, he's so good in the postseason, he's so good in those big moments. It's gonna be tough tonight for Miami. But at the end of the day. The Heat have Jimmy Butler, and they've got so many great defensive players that I could see this one going either way. Four and a half point spread, Miami's favorite over Atlanta. Now tonight, the Minnesota Timberwolves will be traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Lakers. The Lakers are an eight and a half point favorite in that game. So Vegas thinks that LeBron and the crew are going to win by a lot today. They're an eight and a half point favorite. I'm not convinced of that. Minnesota's coming into the game fresh off of a win against the Pelicans. Um, Rudy Gobert is not going to be in the lineup, which I think makes Minnesota a better team. I don't think they like Rudy Gobert, as evidenced by the fact they were losing when he was there. They won when he left. Eight and a half feels like a lot. I might ride the Minnesota Timberwolves today because, boy, um, to say the Lakers are going to win by nine or more, that's a lot. That's pretty steep. Yeah, especially come playoff time. And uh, look, it's kind of uh, picked up a little bit. Intensity is going to be picked up. You know, you lose, you're done. Well, in that game, maybe not. But uh, you're at the end of uh, your season right here. So you can, I, I think, expect some close games. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, let's see if there's anything in the headlines that we got to report. Reminder that the South LaFouche game tonight uh, will not be tonight. It'll be 3.30 today against Ellen. They're trying to sneak that one in. No JV, just straight to the varsity because of the rain on the way. Um, the Green Bay Packers, their president, Mark Murphy, said that he's not uh, going to say whether or not the team is going to trade Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets <clears throat> and saying that we can't get into that. I know that our teams have been talking, and he insists that the Packers are going to insist on getting fair compensation for Aaron Rodgers. Um I don't know what fair compensation for a 40-year-old quarterback is, and he's actually 39, not 40. But I'll say this. I applaud Green Bay, and I've said this since this whole 
saga started. I applaud Green Bay. Too often in sports, we see guys who are under contract say, hey, I want to trade, but I want to trade to this specific team. And that's not the way that contracts work. You're going to go where Green Bay tells you you're going to go, or you're going to play for Green Bay. So I applaud the Packers for being stubborn and saying, hey, we're either going to get fairly compensated or you're going to retire. We're not just giving you to the Jets. So kudos to Green Bay. Too many teams fold and don't have that happen, but I'm glad that Green Bay is playing this one tough. Yeah, I think that's good. Why give in to him? Uh, he don't care about you, you, your program any longer, so why give in to him? You do what's best for your team. Not what's best for Aaron Rodgers. It's what's best for the Green Bay Packers they're going to do. And I applaud them. That's good that they're going to do that. But I'm tired of hearing about where he's going, if he's staying. Just just get this over with and and move on. Oh, look, Rodgers isn't the one that bugs me. It's Lamar Jackson. Oh, bro, Lamar Jackson. Oh, I want to go to this team. I want to go to that. Oh, bro, I want a zillion dollars a year. You know what I want, Lamar Jackson? I want you to finish a damn season. That's what I want. And maybe you would get paid if you wouldn't get hurt in week 13 because you refuse to stand in the pocket and you play the position like a running back. Lamar Jackson, the one position in the NFL, oh, I'm going on this rant, I've gone on this rant a million times, but there's one position in the NFL that doesn't get paid. It's running back. Why? Because they get beat up. Lamar Jackson runs the ball 200 times a year. You're going to get beat up. They don't trust you're going to stay healthy. He should want an agent. He should want an agent because handling himself is is not going so good for him right now. MLB today, uh, we've got some betting picks for you. I like the Red Sox plus one and a half run line over the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, we were three and one Ooh. yesterday, by the way. The Rays are undefeated. <clears throat> the Rays have not lost. They're ten and zero. The Rays have been crushing everybody. It's going to end today. Boston's going to uh, cover that number. The Rays may win by a run, but Boston's going to cover that number plus one and a half. Um, Tonight, I like under nine runs for the Mets and the Padres. Dave Peterson is throwing for the Mets. San Diego's throwing weathers. I think that the Mets don't have a very good offense, and I think that this game's going to go under. It's a big old park out there in New York, so give me the under there. I like the Blue Jays at home. To cover the minus one and a half run line against the Tigers. <clears throat> Excuse me, Alec Manoa is throwing for Toronto. <sighs> Alec Manoa is one of the best in the sport. He's terrific. We actually made money on Alec Manoa's last start over at Boomtown. We bet on him to cover against the Royals. He's going to cover today against the Tigers. Um, today in the MLB, I like. Uh, right there, the Mariners. Even money, plus 100. You bet five, you get five. I like them to beat the Chicago Cubs today over at Wrigley Field. <clears throat> they lost in extra innings yesterday. They're throwing their number two arm against some dude for the Cubs that no one's ever heard of. Win- Winneski is a guy with a 5.79 ERA. He's just kind of a bullpen arm. I like Seattle to go on the road and get the win in that one today. And in the NBA, let's, let me give you something from the play-in games. Um... I told you I'm not touching the Hawks in the heat. The number feels about right. I'm going to go with the Wolves, plus 8.5 against the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Wolves played tough. Give me the Timberwolves, plus 8.5 on the road against the Lakers. And those are the picks that we got for you today. Uh, I'm going to give you some NBA stuff for over the weekend tomorrow because a lot of the lines for game ones of the series are already set. 
the Warriors are an underdog in game one against the Kings. I go run to FanDuel right now and play the Warriors in that. I don't trust the Kings. But anyway, I'll give you all that a little later in the week. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to Coach Kyle for helping us out. Um, thanks to Shane Trosclair. Um, look, man, I think it's cool. Uh, I think it's really cool the fact that uh, Thibodeau High School, and look, they've been telling us this the, the whole year. Uh, they're extremely enthused about potentially having us there for their postseason. I think it's awesome that they value what we do, and we're hoping that they're at home, and we'd love to go cover their playoff games. I think that's great. And uh, I know I speak for you also when we say that. Uh, we, we, we're excited about the potential of maybe being out there. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. I mean, uh, looking forward to it. Hopefully they can get that home game, win a couple of games in this last stretch to secure that home game, and uh, we'll be there. Yeah, no doubt. I uh, also want to thank Stan Gravall. Our Terrebonne General Tuesday was really good, as it always is. Tomorrow, I don't know if Coach is going to be here tomorrow or not, but um, – yeah. Well, Coach says he's going to be here. We got we got the turtle coming. <laughs> not no. coming, not coming in studio, but we got the turtle on the phone lines lined I'm busy. up. <laughs> We've got our mail bags and everything set up, so Wednesday shows are usually fun. We'll chat with Taylor about who knows what. Sometimes he says he doesn't like left-handed people. Sometimes he says that uh, Kentucky's not a real SEC school. We'll see what type of trouble we could get turtle in. Sometimes he says something that makes sense. <laughs> Hopefully tomorrow will be <laughs> Once in a while. Let's wrap up today's show. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll be at Eddie Blanchard Field at 3.30. The Tarpons are trying to get it in against Ellender. Truck, do you got something to say before we wrap up? Well, yeah. Uh, Thibodeau. Uh, we're going to hopefully cover Thibodeau uh, home games. But depending on their away game, how far it is, if, you know, we don't mind traveling a, a bit. Yeah, within reason. Well, yeah, Certainly. yeah. I mean, we're not going to go to Shreveport, but – uh, you know, hundred miles or so. We're we're in. We're in to bring Thibodeau and high school to the people on one hundred point three. And and if the Tigers win today, they will be at home. So we won't even have to worry about that. They win today, they're gonna they're gonna lock up that seat. I think so. Hopefully, they could get that game in. Hopefully, everybody around the area is able to get their games in. Let's wrap it up. You've been listening to Play by Play. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. God bless. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. While inventory is growing, prices are dropping at Golden Motors. Come to Golden Motors and check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado with the all-new technology and improved great fuel economy. Whether you're looking to tow 